Welcome to this podcast, Magnified Word. My name's Jim Drinks. In this episode, we're going to be looking at the subject of companions. You know, something that's going to have a huge effect on your life is who you choose to hang out with, who you choose to associate with and be friends with. I'd like to start in Proverbs chapter 13. In verse 20. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. See, a great benefit of hanging out with wise people is that it makes us wise. But on the other hand, there's bad things that happen to people who choose to hang out with fools. And in the Psalms it says that the fool hath said in his heart, there is no God. So, specifically what God's Word's talking about when it refers to fools is someone who doesn't believe in God. And so we can see that who we choose as our companions is very important and has a huge effect on us. Consider 1 Corinthians chapter 15. In verse 33, Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Uh, The King James doesn't have the clearest translation of this verse. A better translation would be that evil associations corrupt good character. See, if we hang out with evil people, it'll corrupt our character. And there's a great illustration of this in the Old Testament. Let's go to Genesis chapter 13. In Genesis 13, we'll look at this record of Abram and Lot. Abraham was originally Abram before God changed his name to Abraham. And in verse 1 of Genesis 13, And Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and Lot with him, into the south. And Abram was very rich in cattle, and silver, and in gold. And he went on his journeys from the south, even to Bethel, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Hai, unto the place of the altar, which he had made there at the first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. And Lot also, which went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents. 
and the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together. For their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle, and the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelled then in the land. See, there were so many of them, and they had so much stuff, so many cattle, that they couldn't stay together where they were. And then in verse 8, And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdmen and thy herdmen, for we be brethren. Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. So Abram let Lot choose where he wanted to live. And in verse 10 it says, And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere, before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zoar. Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves the one from the other. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent toward Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. So Lot chose to pitch his tent toward Sodom, to live in Sodom. But the people who lived there were wicked and sinners. And it says exceedingly. So they were very wicked and sinful. And Second Peter chapter 2 gives more insight on this. Let's consider Second Peter chapter 2. In verse 6. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow. It's talking about how God did this, making them an example, an example unto those that after should live ungodly. And delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. And just Lot, not meaning that Lot was the only one delivered, but that Lot was a just man. He was a righteous man. But it says he was vexed with the filthy conversation or manner of life of the wicked. So he was vexed, meaning he was troubled or oppressed by the filthy manner of life of the wicked. Verse 8 says, 
for that righteous man dwelling among them and seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. And in verse 8, the word vexed is actually uh, from a different Greek word than the Greek word that was translated vexed in verse 7. And here in verse 8, it means worn down. So, although Lot was a righteous man, by living among those wicked people, the stuff that he saw and heard day by day wore him down. So we see that it's important who we hang out with. Evil companions can have a bad effect on us just being around them. So we want to choose our friends wisely. And the exciting thing is there are also great benefits to having good companions. We saw earlier that he that walketh with wise men will be wise. And let's consider Proverbs chapter 27. In verse 9. Ointment and perfume rejoice the heart. So doth the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. Just like ointment and perfume rejoice the heart. A sweet friend who who gives his hearty counsel, full of God's word, it rejoices the heart. In verse 17 of this same chapter, it says, Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. And that's what it can be like when... We hang out with other people who are wise from their knowledge of God's word. They sharpen us. Just like iron sharpens iron. Consider Proverbs chapter 17. In verse 17. A friend loveth at all times. And a brother is born for adversity. See, a true friend loves at all times. In whatever condition we're in, whether we're doing well or whether we're doing poorly, a friend loves at all times. And we can have friends like that. We can build friendships like that. Consider Proverbs 18. In verse 24. It says a man that hath friends. Must show himself friendly. In another version. 
This verse reads, there are friends who pretend to be friends. But at the end of the verse, we see there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. So we can build friendships like that where we have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And so it's great to consider what God's word says about companions, about friends. We've seen that it's really important who we choose to hang out with and be friends with and associate with. We've seen that evil companions can have quite a bad effect on us. But also that good companions can help us and benefit our lives tremendously. Tremendously.